Hey there, true believers. It's time for another exciting episode of Dream Slayer Studios RPG Podcast Actual Plays. I am Chris Tyner, your host and friendly neighborhood game master, and we are currently playing the classic Marvel superheroes role-playing game by TSR. Last time, the heroes made their way to Leviathan's realm to discover that the dark god and ruler of the Cenobites has been confronted by the same frightening entity that took out Dreamslayer. Upon returning home, the heroes have received word that a horde of zombie Vikings are rampaging the streets of Montpelier, Vermont, home of our resident bruiser, Spartan. Don't forget to check out ClassicMarvelForever.com for all of your Marvel Superheroes RPG core books, and the unofficial canon project on Facebook for all new material to add to your games. This podcast is produced by Speak and Tell Studios in Evansville, Indiana, and we thank them for their assistance in getting our little production out to the masses. Be sure and hit that subscribe button for all of the upcoming adventures from Dream Slayer Studios. Hold on, true believers. It's time for another episode of Iroshan, Gods and Monsters, Part 3, Stones of the Nine Realms. Excelsior. All right, so last time we had been thrown, or you had been thrown out of Leviathan's realm and spun back to Iroshan headquarters. And Mike had received a rather frantic message from, uh, from his lovely wife, Jess, saying that there were zombie Vikings running rampant in the streets of Montpelier, Vermont, and that uh, she was unable to wake Sylvie. And that was pretty much where we left off last time. So I leave it in your hands to decide what you want to do next. Did you still want to go back up up to Chicago and have your little picnic or? (laughs) Uh, There's some lovely parks here um, (laughs) that I could recommend once, once the zombie Vikings have been, dispatched you can bring i'll bring the cherries to the picnic oh you got them oh that's so (laughs) they're so sweet if anybody wants one i've got some (laughs) you need them wow that's that's, did you already have those did you order them that's a good idea i'll put them in a drink oh my god i wish i had whatever that is (laughs) cheers i have a little something here i think there we are (laughs) <laughs> um so i think we should probably go on we can we can we can wait on the picnic till after. just let's save the cherries and we can do our picnic afterwards i guess i don't know whatever you guys want to do i mean it seems like zombies are urgent usually right yeah i, I think so. zombies or shambling like yeah, can you, can you give us like the context of the zombies i i cannot <laughs> jess is no longer on the phone <laughs> He's like, yeah, but tell tell us more about the zombies. <laughs> that movie with Brad Pitt, Zombie War. Those oh, are fast. Yeah, those are fast ones. Yeah, but there can be really slow ones too. Well, I, I'm obviously in favor of of heading heading to Vermont by by whatever way we can, or or at least <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's for summertime right now. It's winter. Yeah. Vermont's not so nice in the winter. That's the only it's thing. not. We just got we just got some snow too. So yeah, not the best place in the winter. But I guess if there's zombies, we we have to go there. Yeah, yeah. We've got a fire pit in the backyard. We can we can warm up after. Let's some snow it. pants you can borrow. <laughs> Alrighty, Mikey. All right. So um, who who's who's got the the portals? 
that? Who can who can do that? Christy, um, Dana, you're, you're portal people, right? <laughs> we can. I can portal everybody to Vermont if that's what we want to do. Where do you want to end up, Mike? Uh, considering the the mm-hmm. S- Sylvie thing, let's let's just go to like my front yard. Okay, that'd be. Uh, Dana, it's six. <laughs> it's uh. <laughs> cut that out in the video. I'll cut that out of the video. <laughs> <laughs> My social security number. <laughs> Let me take some notes here. Type it into the portal coordinates. <laughs> Is the fire pit going, or do we have to like get the fire? Going we'll probably have, we'll have to dig some snow out of it, and yeah, throw some zombies on top. Yeah, maybe. The, yeah, we'll have to dispose of the bodies, obviously. So I'm not going to make you roll uh, to get everybody there. We'll uh, we'll just assume that the portal works and you're able to uh, to transport everybody safely. And you end up on the front lawn of your home, Mike. You see the front door open uh, as you arrive, and and Jess is there, and she's like, "Good, you've got everybody. Get in here now." All right, let's. Uh... No, Let's your reply. Inside. Your reply should be, "What is the door doing open? <laughs> <laughs> it's winter <laughs> and zombies." <laughs> so I'll, I'll at least go inside while everybody gets their bearings. All right. So you rush to Sylvie's room, and just as Jess had described, you know she is laying there peacefully asleep. Looks like nothing is wrong. Uh, breathing normally. Uh, no issues, but whatever you do to try to wake her, she's she's not coming out of it. She is just asleep. Did everybody else kind of trail in after, or are you staying outside? No, well, no, what? we've never been here, so you know, <laughs> take a look around. <laughs> well, Jess has the TV running in the living room. Andy, since uh, since you were probably the first to snoop around. <laughs> You, you hear the TV running and you hear a newscaster that's on the news that says reports have been coming in from across the globe at this hour regarding a mass pandemic of an unknown sleep sickness that has affected millions of individuals worldwide. Details at this time are sketchy at best, but as of this time, we can tell you what we can tell you is this. All individuals who are locked in this sleep state are caught in a REM sleep loop and cannot be awakened by any means. The CDC is investigating this event, but at this time cannot provide any other information other than they have no evidence of a viral infection. The World Health Organization is recommending everyone to avoid falling asleep if at all possible. You heard that right, folks. (laughs) Don't go to sleep. In other news, on a local level, Montpelier is under attack by what we are hearing is a large group of individuals dressed in Viking garb. We have just received video footage this hour coming in from on campus at the Vermont College of Fine Arts. We should warn you that the following footage may be graphic in nature. If you have children in the room, you might ask them to leave at this time. And the video shows a pair of police cars on campus at the college with four, co- four cops taking shelter behind the doors of their squad cars, opening fire on a pair of fast-approaching Vikings. A volley of arrows suddenly enter the view of the camera, and two of the officers are hit and fall out of screen. One of the Vikings launches himself at the car on the left of the screen, 
and catapults it into the air as the individual filming the incident scrambles to safety. And in answer to your question, Kurt, yes, these are fast zombies. <laughs> and we're sure these aren't teenagers on spring break at the college. Doesn't seem to be. And this is not Fox News that's on TV. No, not Fox News. This okay, is, so it's believable. It's nope, real not, news, yeah. Not fake news. Okay, no, okay. If you are in the area of the college or anywhere in the downtown area of the city, seek shelter at this time. Lock your doors and stay tuned to this channel. We will update you as soon as the news continues to spill into this station. So who are the zombies real people, do we think? Like, are, if we kill these zombies, are we killing, like citizens like do they look like zombies or are they they, they definitely look like old-fashioned vikings uh but with rotting flesh yeah we can kill them okay well the uh the college isn't far from here it's like a half mile that way we could we could certainly go check it out you have any bourbon in the house can we take a drink before we go i do He's going to call his St. Bernard to come along with us, just in case we get trapped in the snow. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, if you want to kind of describe the uh, the trek to the college, uh, kind of give us a feel for what Montpelier looks like. Yeah, it's um, it's not far. It's just about a half mile uh, from as a half mile walk from where we live. We just kind of go uphill up the street to College Street hang a right which is just a kind of a long straight street with uh pretty stereotypically new england houses on either side and that leads to a, a small very small college campus with there's a the college green which is basically like a square block that is just a lawn with a large central college building sort of a victorian era college brick college building again very stereotypically new england looking it's it's on the top of a hill in town and you can kind of see the rest of town from there kind of to the right of there you'll see the the golden dome of the vermont state house kind of down the hill downtown very very ordinarily a very serene place but i assume it's not now but not so much now yeah Yeah. (laughs) and uh just on the way there you you will probably come across a couple of zombies on the streets on the way there but i'm not going to really focus on those individuals as you're heading in that direction because you can certainly hear coming from the college campus uh, a lot of chaos coming from that particular area and if you want to take out a couple of zombies on the way we just say you do so you know uh, just to help clear the streets uh, but once you arrive at the college proper, has everybody already signed on to um, Roll20? Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. So if you pull out on the map a little bit, you can actually see in the bottom right corner uh, a picture of the college. And I hope this is correct. That That, that is the college, right? <laughs> Second Empire, Mansard Roof, multiple dormers, bell tower. Yep. All right. <laughs> There, there's the official word from the architect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then on the green itself, you see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, about eight uh, zombie Vikings that are pillaging the area and uh, accosting some of the students that were on campus at the time of this invasion. And in the very front of that group, which is... Uh, this little fella 
right here in purple that I just circled. He is obviously the guy that's calling the shots uh, without question. And I will share the screen here on my end so you can kind of see exactly who it is that you're really looking at here. It is this fellow right here. And then, of course, the rest of the Vikings look as such in the snowy fields of Montpelier. Dana, you've got occult lore, correct? Yes. Mike, you have trivia. Yeah. And does anybody else have either one of those two? I think it's just those two, correct? Correct. Kurt, you've probably got history. And if, uh, if, if you don't, I probably should have put that on your sheet. I have uh, Spanish. I don't know if that helps me here. <laughs> but you, you, you've got a pretty good uh, background in history as well, right? Yeah, good humanities background. Okay, so I'm going to probably have the three of you guys roll. Uh, you're going to roll reason. <laughs> I got an 18. Okay, not not good. I don't th I don't think I know that. Whatever that is. I got 13. Also not good. No, I know it better than Dana though. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. <laughs> just, a, just a little bit. <laughs> Did you hear that? I got a 63. 63. Yeah, I got a 63. Okay. Yeah, your mic's kind of cutting out on us here a little bit. Yeah, it's happening here at home, and everybody's been saying it. I don't know what's going on. So hmm. I've been some Zoom, but I don't know what's going on with that. Okay. What color is that under your reason? Uh, my reason is amazing, of course. Um, let's see, 63 is a yellow. Okay, well that's good. So you recognize the garb that this guy is wearing from something that you remember reading in, in history class back in college. This outfit uh, kind of jives with a Nordic Viking uh, warrior named Harold Jakelson. Yes, that was part of um, History 203, I remember. <laughs> Jacobson. And uh, Jacobson was a famed sea captain who led a battalion of Viking warriors circa the year 1000, routinely leading his soldiers on raids into England and Wales. After the raids on the British Isles grew tiresome, Jacobson informed his men that they would sail to the New World where they would be free to raid and pillage unopposed. As Jacobson's crew set sail, a sole survivor of the raids on English soil called out a curse upon the Viking crew. Calling on the power of a rune stone, the wise man damned the Vikings to sail for a thousand years without reaching their destination, or so the old tale goes. And I'm going to have everybody roll on the amazing column with this knowledge that Kurt has passed on to you, uh, you might also recognize something. I got a 61, which is yellow. Got a 38. Under reason. Uh, got 45 green. Okay. And 95. Ooh, a 95. Yeah. All right. Christy's good. Okay. So Kurt, for sure, uh, Christy, and, and maybe Mike, after this description uh, has, has been fed to you all by Kurt, 
you seem to recall in fairly recent memory within the last couple of years that there was a huge battle uh, that had taken place in New York City with uh, none other than Thor, who fended off an attack from this Harold Yakelson and his army uh, and was in the end cast back out to sea, never to be seen from again. Apparently, something has happened to release him, uh, and this time on the streets of Montpelier. When you guys arrive to the college, uh, Yakelson sees the colorful costumes that have arrived on the green, and he calls to his men, and he says, Ho, my brothers, halt thy pillaging. Lookest thou yonder. Odin's favor shines upon us this day. The one-eyed god has sent us worthy adversaries. The city's protectors have come to answer the call of battle. To arms, my brothers, and show them no mercy. And now we roll initiative. <laughs> money, big money. <laughs> and we'll start with Spartan. What'd you get? Um, I rolled a 10, and then I've got um, an initiative bonus of 3. Okay. So you got a 13. Uh, well, plus one if I'm using the bat. Oh, uh, I think I've actually got that. Oh, yeah, if you're using the bat. Okay, so are you planning on using the bat? I am. Okay. So we'll go 14. Oh, my gosh. Uh, shard. Um, I rolled a nine. My initiative bonus is two. So that's an 11 for you. Poet. Oh, she's rolling on the... Yeah, so she, she got a six plus two, so that'd be eight. Okay. All right, so we got an eight. Um, I'm sourcing all the math. <laughs> Side ghost. Right, yeah. I got a two. Plus your four? Yeah, which okay. doesn't really. All right, so that's six. Arsenal? Uh, seven plus three is ten. Okay, got it. All right. So Mikey with the big bat gets to go first. <laughs> Uh, look Any, anybody going to roll for extra actions? Uh, I would like to. Is that just one die again? No, uh, that's uh, oh, both two. dice under fighting. Uh, 55 on excellent, which is a green. Okay. Um, that's one extra action for you. Okay. Uh, so I think I'll kind of do that uh, kind of leap and smash down with the bat. Uh, toward the leader there. Okay. And then that's... Is that a, a fighting roll, or is that... Uh, yep, that would be fighting plus uh, two column shifts for your... For the uh, specialist? Specialty in the bat, right. Gotcha. Um, so incredible, and I'll call karma for this one. Okay, well, you should have done that before you rolled, but okay. Oh, I, I just rolled, just, <laughs> oh, just okay. as, as I was rolling. Um, and I got a 93. I rolled a 93. Oh, well, that's so. 103 then, so that's a red. Okay, so you're doing that in front of him, correct? Yeah, like... Okay. like Just kind of a shockwave kind of deal, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, that would actually affect uh, an entire area. So why don't you move yourself to where you want to be? Okay, so pretty much everybody within that lineup of all of the um, Vikings, they basically left the students uh, kind of behind them. So fortunately, they're out of range. 
so you're going to be able to affect pretty much that entire group there. So that's a pretty good little shot. That does amazing damage, correct? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right. So basically what happens here is it sends each one of these guys kind of sprawling in all directions here, backing them up kind of from the center point of where you smacked them. And he ends up about right there. Uh, knocked all of them off of their feet. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's going to swing back around into, looks like shard would be next. Okay. I am going to run up this direction. And um, so I swirl my paints around, my uh, portal opens up and I have a palette. My paints swirl around and I, I throw out some brown watercolor okay. into the air. And they coalesce in front of me into this very large brown rabbit. Uh, he's about six foot tall and he's like super buff, like a bodybuilder. He's got no shirt. He is wearing some sort of tattered like Hulk type pants black trouser type pants that are, you know, ripped up and he's all buff and ripply. His ears are twitching around and his eyes, his amber eyes are darting around. And I say, he's mad as a March hare and he runs and he goes berserk and he's going to try and go berserk on these guys, this guy right in front of me. Nice. And rip him apart. Does he have fur or not? He's, he's a furry March hare but he's like human size, like anthropomorphic, I would say, like a big bodybuilder. Don't Google buff bunny. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> running you now. <laughs> and is he just attacking them like with his, his paws or does he have claws? Yeah, the big pointy teeth and very large and he's gonna rip them apart and shred them with his teeth. And he's okay. like, he goes berserk. Okay. Ready? Yep. 58 and that is, is that under fighting um okay so what am i gonna do that under well did you you called him forth first so that is your action you didn't roll anything to call him forth yet correct okay i well, i just now roll i got a 58 okay so that would then be on the remarkable column for your dimensional magic that's the magic mm-hmm is green solid green okay yep so you're able to call him forth now what you and i had talked about before we got started tonight is you basically can assign him his stats but nothing can go over remarkable and i think his agility no i'm sorry is it fighting i, I can't remember exactly what i told you now sorry real quick that's all right Fighting and strength can only be excellent unless okay. I get a red. Okay. Which you bump it up. Right. Remark. Okay. So his other stats then can be remarkable. And then his Stacks three. Can never have on agility and endurance is remarkable. Yep. Red result or not. Mm -hmm. And then his reason, intuition, and psyche okay. are all good. Okay. So now you'll roll for him. Okay. And the attack. Oh boy. Money, big money. And that is a 99. Okay. And his big pointy teeth can do remarkable damage. Okay. And you are using him to attack, uh, what, this guy right guy here? in front of me. Okay. Yes. I think I may have something that might work for you. It's not exact, but 
There you go. Here's your bunny rabbit. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'll make that so you can control him. Okay. You should be able to move him now. And you got a 99 and remarkable damage. So it's going to do 30 points to that guy. And you tear into him and it rips into his throat uh, and just pulls out a big chunk. And then we move to Arsenal. 95. Uh, I've got a, that was for extra rolls. Okay. Or extra uh, attacks. So that's going to give you two extra attacks, so a total of three. Okay. And first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to try to pull out Gungnir, the swaying one, which is Odin's spear. Mm, okay. So mythological. Uh, so I'm going to yell Karma. Mm-hmm. And give me another 95. All right, 50. That'd be 50 under fighting. Yep. To summon that. Uh, no, no, that's under Dark. your power. Your power rank. Sorry. Oh yeah. Okay, so your power rank is uh, monstrous ability to produce a weapon. Right. So that would be under the monstrous. Oh, okay. Rank. Okay, there we go. So that's right at the cutoff of green, and I'm gonna spend the karma to at least get to yellow. Okay. Yeah, that's all you can do. You can only go up one uh, yep. color. Man, that sucks. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, since I have just a measly staff at this, or a spear at this point, so that, and that's something that is if I pull, if I try to do something like that, am I pulling then just a normal spear yes. or nothing? Yeah, you get the next best thing. Okay. All right. So at that point, I guess I'm going to move forward and try to take on this guy right here. And I'm going to go and try to skewer that guy with my spear. Okay, now, are you going to keep hold of the spear or are you chucking it at him? Uh, I'll chuck it at him. Okay, so it's going to be agility. Yep. So 34. Uh, let's see. Excellent. And then I think you should have, uh, you've and got then, thrown weapons, correct? Yep. Yep. So, so that's, that's a, a plus, plus one. one. It's remarkable. 34. And I still miss him. Oh, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> and you didn't call karma? Not on that one. No, okay. I called karma on the first right. one. To... Whee! It goes right <laughs> over his head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess for my last attack. Um, yeah, it, it'll roll back around to you. Oh, okay. That that's fine. So, okay. Uh, and and I'm going to say that pulling a weapon uh, is a free action. So you will still have two more. Oh, okay. But you can only pull one weapon per round. Yeah, that's okay. okay. Wait, why I whip this out? <laughs> uh, okay, so that then will take us to poet. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Christy, you're up. Okay, I'm gonna roll um, to try to chill them out, and I guess I'll say karma. Okay, so that was 59, if I'm doing that correctly. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. 59 is definitely green. Oh, it's yellow. Fifth, wait, 59 is yellow. Okay. okay. So scattered zombies like dandelion fluff, confused and befuddled, are now in the bo 
I'm now on the buff. <laughs> <laughs> They're zombies. They don't care. <laughs> Blink of an eye, their clothing is gone. And their wits, as nostalgic, they break into song. <laughs> they cannot stop singing, those still with their throats. A jolly sea shanty, intent on each note. <laughs> wow. Okay. Now, did you want to bump that to a red? What did I say? 59? You can just spin the 10 karma and keep it at a yellow, and that and that's fine. You know, I'm in the, I'm in the yellow. Yes, I'll keep it yellow. Okay. Yeah, so just spin 10. That's all you need to spend. Okay. Okay, so uh, all of the zombies are now naked as the day that they died. And uh, they all then start to break into a sea shanty song. I and it's it's in Swedish, so I can't do Swedish. But orsky borsky dorsky borsky borsky borsk. Uh, they begin to sing. <laughs> we say they're doing a chorus line too. Yeah, and a chorus line. Now the good thing for sure about that is uh, number one for this round, they're not going to attack. Uh, number two. Since all of their clothing has gone, that includes the armor that they were wearing. Uh, so they are now able to be hit and take more damage than what they were taking to begin with. So uh, you're all able to do full damage with any attacks that you uh, that you have on them. And then that rolls to Kurt. Good job, poet. Yeah. So I'm gonna um, coming out of my mind are is this black shape and it leads into two tentacles and those tentacles go right into the ears of the boss zombie dude okay. right i put them in there and then i pull his head apart okay that sound good yep sounds good roll that power i got a three not, not, <laughs> not on my not on my game today <laughs> <laughs> There's these two little threads that just come up and just tickle his ears. Uh, at that point, it's tickling Kurt's ear. It was the bourbon. It was the bourbon ear. It was like <laughs> he blames the bourbon. <laughs> All right, so back to Mike. You've got another attack, right? Yeah. Well, while while the main guy is getting his wet willy, I'll just do a, like a vibrational blast right at him so vibration generation okay. and i got a 41 on amazing which is a green okay and again that's another 50 points of damage correct yeah okay all right so you definitely shake him up uh pretty good uh he's still up and moving with that without a doubt uh he is Kind of the equivalent of a Norse god, so he's go he's going to be a little tough to take down. Andy, then back to you. Okay, for your second attack. Uh, I'm going to teleport behind him, so I've got three total, right? To yep. the first attack plus three, so I'm going to teleport behind him and use that's one, mm -hmm. and then my second will be to pull uh, <clears throat> a uh, edged weapon and just try to cut through his throat, take off his head. Uh, but you can only do one weapon per round. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Uh, hmm. Now, you could teleport to your spear, which is about right there. Right. And then and run then over to him and charge him with that spear. Okay. 
Uh, in that case, I might. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll just take out the big guy there. Okay. All right. So I need to roll to teleport. Mm-hmm. Yep. And ninety eight. Okay. And I got the spear, and now I'm gonna roll to see if I hit that guy. And, and got twelve. <laughs> I didn't so, even have any bourbon for crying out loud. <laughs> so Andy teleports, gets the spear, and then just <laughs> just completely bypasses Harold. Uh, and then that's the end of that round. So we keep our initiatives. So then that takes us back to Spartan at the top of the next round. Can I roll for? Multiple attacks again? You may. Uh, I got an 83, which on excellent is a yellow. Okay, so that's one extra for you. All right. And I think I'll just go for uh, just a blunt swinging attack with the bat um, against the the main guy. Okay. I I did you a favor and moved you. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I got a 66. Okay. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, a 96. Sorry. Ooh, all right. Is that a red? Uh, I believe so. Under amazing? Yeah. All right, so you whop him upside the head. Uh, I'm going to try to dodge this one. You got a 47. And that's going to subtract two column shifts from your attack. Is that still red for you? Let's see, 96. Yes. Okay. All right, so it's a potential kill. So we are going to roll for that. Ooh. Okay, so no kill. Uh, but uh, you did another 50 points of damage, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so that rung his bell pretty good. And we're going to see if that stuns him. Uh, no stun. So he's still up, but you hurt him pretty good. Okay, so then that goes then to Shard. And the March Hare is still corporeal, so I think um, mm-hmm. I will just have him finish off that guy. Okay. He's still going berserk. But I, I just roll for him because he's already there. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got a 49. And what color is that? I'm trying to remember. You said excellent, right? Mm-hmm. Green. Okay. He, this guy attempted to dodge, but he just went right for him. And so he rips out what's left of his throat and he is die- dead. He was already dead. So, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's okay. down and out now. He just rips his head clean off. Sweet. And then you have then an attack that you can now do. So uh, th- that one didn't count against you. Oh, excellent. Okay. First, I'm going to uh, wash away March Hare and send him away. Okay. So he is no longer around. He's, I guess, this guy. I'll come up to him. And I, they're still singing and whatnot and kind of out of their britches and minds, right? Yes, they're, they're starting to come out of that. Okay. I'm just going to use my sword and try to lob off his head, I guess. Okay. I think I'll do that. Uh, 48. And then plus two column shifts for your sword. And that's fighting, right? Mm-hmm. 
So you'd be on the incredible column. I didn't know this. You just memorized it all, didn't you? <laughs> well, after 35 years, that's uh, that's green. just what happens. Still green. So. And then how much damage does the sword do? Incredible damage. Monstrous to mystical or infernal beings. Okay. These do count for that. So monstrous. All right. So you lop off his head. Sweet. Feels He's good. gone. Feels good. Okay. And then Arsenal. All right. I guess I'm just going to take my staff, stick it in the ground, and use it as a pole to swing around and kick the big boss man there. Okay. Uh, Extra actions or no? Uh, no, I can do all that in one action, right? You can. Yes. Yeah. See if I hit him with 50. Okay. Tell me what color you got there. Uh, let's see. That's 50 is a green. Okay. And you are just kicking him, correct? Yeah, just square. I, <laughs> with my rolls tonight? Sure. <laughs> What's your strength? <clears throat> It'd be 10. Okay. All right. So you, you hit him, uh, and he just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> just kind of laughs and poet so there the head guy the head honcho is down for the count. uh no no huh? he's still he's still up and going he's the guy who just laughed at me let's see i will roll to do something oh that's not good 12 and what were you trying to do I guess I just cleared my throat. That's pretty much <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you think um, I have, I noticed something I've not been using and yes. that's true flight. Ah, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is 12 like a little hop or can I get to the top of the roof of the building or something to take a look around at least? Sure. Yeah, you can do that. Mm -hmm. I'll do yep, that. That's just a move for you. Do I see anything? All right. Put put yourself up there on the roof. Okay. <laughs> and you can roll an intuition okay. when you get up there. Okay. <laughs> okay. In the tree line on the far end of the field behind all of the commotion, you can see some movement back there. And it seems to be that there are three archers that are taking formation in the tree line back there okay is that my turn that is your turn and side ghost where are these are where are the archers oh i see okay uh but i'm gonna go for the main guy still yeah. what's my distance can i can i attack him from here yeah you're you're good i think you've got at least a three area range i've been like i went and got a cup of coffee while this is going on kind of soaked it up I'm ready again. So okay. I think I can get it up. So I'm going to like get my tendrils out and go right for this guy again. You ready? I am ready. Are you sure? Uh, are you ready? Go. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. 51. We're feeling a little bit better on this now. 51 gives me a. Uh... Oh, I think I closed my chart. What is that? I don't have my that's, chart. That's a yellow. Okay. Yellow. Thanks. And he doesn't have any more actions yet, so he can't dodge out of the way. So it's going to do 75 points of damage to him. That's good. And I it, it just get into that head and I just start 
playing with that brain with those tendrils. Like yeah. You send those things inside and just start twiddling around inside his head. Uh, and, and you see brains coming out of his nose, out of his ears. And he is basically impaled on those tendrils and being lifted up into the air uh, as his head just, just pops. That was that was cool. So Harold is no more. All right, I'm gonna go get another drink of bourbon. Okay. <laughs> and Mike, you had an extra action, correct? Oh, but before that, everybody else gets to go. So watch out. <laughs> the Vikings see their leader just get obliterated by these black tendrils and they rally a war cry together and they scream together for Harold. And this little fella right here charges Spartan. Okay. Do I, do I get to roll like a, a dodge or a something like that? You can, if you like. Would that count as my next turn as my extra? Yes, it would turn. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll try to dodge. So dodging is what? Agility? Mm -hmm. And then I get plus one for martial arts C. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I got an eight. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you dodge into work. him. He's like, Ugh. Uh, And he throws his shield poof, right, uh, right into your sternum. Uh, and you will take... Uh, 30 points of damage. Uh, this little piggy kind of does the same thing charging towards Arsenal. And you don't have any extra actions, right, Andy? Correct. Oops, he got a 98. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, so he slams into you with that shield. Uh, and you also will take a at least 30 points of damage. Uh, but you're going to need to roll for a possible stun. So it's going to be okay. endurance and you're stunned. Yeah. Roll one die. You're probably unconscious at this point. Yep. Roll uh, one die for me. Die. Nope. But we'll take the one there out of the, your uh, oh, okay. tins die there. Yep. Uh, so you're out just fortunately for one round. So next round okay. you'll be stunned. All right. And my health drops down 30, right? Down 30, yes. And then I'm going to have you roll endurance again because the next step of that would be a slam because he hit you so hard. Okay. What are the, what are the differences between stun and slam? Stun knocks you out. It takes you out of the battle for one to ten rounds. A slam throws you backwards uh, for a certain amount of areas. Okay. So 66. And what's your endurance? Uh, it's remarkable. Okay, so that's a yellow. Uh, so that's just a stagger, but since you're stunned anyway, uh, that's pretty much moot. So you, you okay. fortunately don't get thrown backwards. All right. Okay. So really quick on health, mm -hmm. because I was down 60 from last time, I think. Mm -hmm. So am I still down 60, or did I regenerate? 
you would have regenerated exactly that amount, 60 points uh, in the time since the last battle, because immediately after the battle, you can roll endurance and, uh, or you basically get your endurance rank back. So it would have been 30 points there. And okay. then 10 minutes after the, uh, the battle, you get your endurance again, and that's another 30 points. So you would have been back to full health. Oh, okay. Okay. So now I'm down though. Back to yeah. 60. Okay. Wait, back to 60. Yeah. Cause I was at full health and then I just took 30. So now oh, okay. I'm back to 60. Okay. Gotcha. All right. What, what is your health? 90 originally. Oh, okay. All right. I was thinking it was higher than that for some reason. Nope. I'm just a guy in a coat, man. <laughs> Dude in a coat. All right. <laughs> I'd, I'd really start rolling for those extra actions, dude, Nakota. Because <laughs> that way you might be able to dodge a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, Shard. Yeah. Uh, this little fella here comes over to you. And he has a sword. Uh, and he is going to attempt to engage you in battle with, uh, with the sword. Okay. And I don't have any other actions. Can't, right. I can't dodge or block or. Nope. I have weapons mastery. That's great. You should have rolled for extra actions. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes a swipe at you and cuts you uh, along the side uh, for 40 points of damage. Out of my health, right? Yep. Now you've got armor, right? I do have mystical armor. Excellent in the first round. Increases one rank per round to a maximum of monstrous. Okay, so you're up to remarkable then at this point. Okay. So you only take 10 points of damage. Thank goodness. So we're getting another charging attack here at Psyghost. Got a 45. That's a hit. Uh, and you would take uh, 40 points of damage from that charging attack. Uh, I'm mad. I'll pay for that. <laughs> uh, Mike, you got somebody flanking you on your uh, right. And what does he have? Does he have a? He's got a sword as well. He takes a swipe at you with his sword. Got a seventy-five. Now you can dodge this because you didn't have to dodge that last guy. Okay. Oh, no, you did. Yeah, you did. No, I did. I tried it. Just okay. <laughs> but that dodge counts for anybody, any other actions that are coming your way. So that's still a minus two column shift. So let me see where that puts him. Yeah, he still, he still hits you. Uh, so that's a 40 uh, on damage there. Now, you don't have your body armor up yet, do no, you? No, I don't. Okay. Um, this little fella rushes towards the building and then, oh, uh, Christy, you had, you had gotten on top of the building, correct? Right. Okay, so we'll put you up there. And he attempts to leap atop the building. Yep, he did it. He got a 96. So he's up there next to you, but unfortunately, he only has the one action, so that he spent his action already. And then we have our three archers. 68. 17. And an 82. All right. So, Dana, you're going to take an arrow 
in the shoulder, uh, which does 20 points of damage, which you soak. So that's good for you. Arsenal, your guy that is attacking you gets shot in the back by a stray arrow. (laughs) Finally, some luck. (laughs) Uh, So he takes 20. And Mike, just between the two guys that are uh, engaging you in battle, uh, an arrow just rings true and uh, and shoots you in the right flank uh, for 20 points of damage. And I think that's everybody. Nobody else has any more actions, correct? Okay, so we're on to next round. And back to Mike. All right. Um, Considering that I'm probably feeling a little overwhelmed since I just received three three attacks, um, I think I'll just do like a a vibrational sort of just kind of blast around me instead Mm -hmm. of directed, just sort of a general like kind of get away from me sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll use karma for that. Okay. Uh, which is good because I rolled 31 uh, on amazing. So that's, that's a green as it is just barely on amazing, but I'll okay. bump, I'll bump it up to a yellow. So I'll spend 30 karma. Okay. Andy roll intuition. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right, Andy. Let's see. That's a 44. 44 under intuition. Uh, it's a green. Okay. You see Mikey just warming up, and you see, you've see you seen this before. 30 years ago, it's still etched into your brain. You know what he's getting ready to do. Fart. Uh, <laughs> No, not this time. I mean, maybe a little. It takes a lot of force. Uh, So you have uh, about two seconds to port out of there to to keep from getting hit with this blast that's about ready to come out. Okay. (laughs) So can I, can I, I roll for that, but but I don't have any roll uh, actions this round. Oh, that's right. Never mind, you're stunned. I'm stunned. Oh. <laughs> I'm on okay. the ground anyway. So, so you're going to take 50 points of damage. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> I'm hanging on by a thread. And, I'll, I'll make it up to you. <laughs> uh, r- roll endurance again for me. Uh, 68. So okay. that is should be a yellow. Endurance. All right. Remarkable. So somehow you remain in place. <laughs> yep. Ooh, okay. All right. Uh, Mike, this guy just goes pew and just disappears uh, over the tree line. The guy that is right next to you, he maintains his uh, his space, but he is staggered. Although you did 50 points of damage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, never mind. No, he's gone. He's out. So you were able to, oh, and this guy right here is going to be affected by that as well. He can't really do anything to keep that from happening, so he's gone too. And actually, I think that one, you might have just cleared out all these guys uh, in that area. (laughs) And Andy. And Andy. (laughs) Uh, But you do still have the three archers in the tree line and then the two Vikings that uh, are after Poet and Psyghost. Shard, you're next. 
Okay. All right. I'm gonna. Um, okay. I'm going to swirl some paint and throw out some um, like a mix of colors, and I'm gonna try and get the the whole tree line if I can. Okay. What I'm doing, it's all all colors, and it's they swirl around and they coalesce into groups of mushrooms. These over large colorful mushrooms and the mushrooms kind of bounce and pollen comes out and it's um, trying to poison them. Okay. My best here. I got an 80 to call forth, right? Or okay. Yep. And that's going to be uh, on the incredible column. That'll be a personal spell. And that's yellow. Okay. Those two are gone. Drop to their knees and and begin to crumble to dust. Uh, the other one over here is still active. Okay. Poet. Can I just roll? Um, is it a one tenth sided die roll to see if I can do two moves? Uh, you you'll roll uh, your hundred sided dice. That'll be under fighting. Roll as your. Soon as you started talking, I thought, why do I want to do that? Never mind. <laughs> oh, you want to do that? <laughs> you know what? Okay, forget it. Um, <laughs> but I think I will um, try if I can. Heck, is it two moves if I want to like leap away from the guy that's right next to me? No, that's just one. Okay. Well, let me see if I can knock out this remaining archer. And any Good. others that happen to be in the trees. Okay. I'm rolling. Oh man, I got a ten. <laughs> You're doing terrible on your rolls tonight. Do I even need to read this? Well, uh, yeah, we we want to hear it. <clears throat> An ode to trees. <laughs> <laughs> the trees embedded with archers are. Their peaceful nature rooted, they stood at odds with the villains hidden afar. No snow-dusted leaves, no bark, no good. Despite which their branches envelop the arms and legs, hey, the limbs, till all together are self-same wood. Oh. But you know, 10, so. That would have been so nice <laughs> had it worked. <laughs> Our turn just got a little turned on. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just sported he some sported some wood. <laughs> Whatever it takes. <laughs> okay, Kurt. All right. Well, I don't know how to follow that up. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna, uh, you know, maybe uh, just kill this guy in front of me. Okay. Just take the really club and slam him on the head. Okay. Plus two column shift. Really? Why? Yeah, well, yeah, because you uh, you you should add onto your paper uh, weapon specialist for the Billy Club because you've had that for like thirty years. So. Have that. Cool. So let's do that. That's gonna be fun. I'm just gonna hit him on the head. Old school. Seventy one. Two column shifts. Oh, buddy. What am I doing? It's column shift from. Uh, 
Here's what I would suggest. Even though you're using your hand, I think you can empower that with your telekinesis. So you can use the force of the telekinesis behind it. Okay. So you're still using fighting, but the damage that you're going to do uh, would be the damage that you would do with the telekinesis. So that would be 71. We're going to do the yellow damage on that. Okay. And uh, what's your telekinesis power rank? Monstrous. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, you, you whop them right in the head and splurt. It it just caves around your billy club and you got (laughs) to pull it out. And again, Jesus, got to wash that thing. (laughs) And uh, so our other archer in the tree line uh, is going to take a shot at Spartan. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. And he got a 69, which does not count for him, but <laughs> uh, that is a yellow for him. So that's a potential stun for you and 20 points of damage. So you're going to roll endurance. 23 on Monstrous, which is just barely a green. All right. So that is a stun for one round. And you said 20? Yep. Damage. Mm-hmm. And then Poet, your little guy up top on the roof, takes a swipe with his sword. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Got a 98. That's a red. Uh, and you don't have another action to dodge with. Roll endurance for me. 87. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. What's what's your endurance? Incredible. Okay, so that's a yellow for you. So fortunately, you have not been. You, you did not get a kill result, uh, but uh, you're going to take forty points of damage, and then that's the end of that round. Andy's back up, um, and. Since Spartan's out, we go to Shard. Oh, Lord. I guess I'm just going to run towards that guy. In the tree line? Yep. Okay, take yourself over there. Fast as I can. Sword ready. Anime uh, ninja style. Ah! I'm going to try and take him out. And I got a 92. Look at you. You. I like these guys. <laughs> these are good. All right, I'm gonna try to dodge that one. Nope. Uh-huh. All right, so that's enough to take him out. Yay. You cleave him in half at the waist. Sweet. And then Arsenal. Oh, let's see. So we just have the guy on the roof with Christy. Yep. Okay. I will uh, roll for an extra action. Okay. So, because I want to teleport up there to help her out. And 68. That should be good on that guy. Is that a yellow? Uh, yeah. Okay. So that gives you two extra. So that's okay. a total of three. All righty. So I'm going to teleport up to Christy. Let's see. Am I successful at that? 77. 
And mm-hmm. I'm going to teleport right above the guy's head mm-hmm. and come down with the staff that I have okay. uh, with the pointy end right on top of him there. So With the spear, right? Yeah, with the spear. Oh, come on, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but of course. <laughs> I just stabbed my own toe. <laughs> my pinky toe. <laughs> Sorry, Christy. I tried. Say you know a poet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, well I at least need to get out of the way, right? Well he's not doing anything yet. But the minute I turn my back. You can say you, you can hold your action if you want. I can? Yeah. I just pause myself. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when just wait wait back? for you you can wait for him to attack and then you can roll a dodge at that time. Huh. Well, <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Side ghost. Yeah, I take my billy club, wipe it off. <laughs> I don't want to get any. I don't want to get anything on poet really. I want to be. <laughs> that could be gross. So, and then I'm gonna toss it right up there on top of the roof, right through that zombie. Okay. Do and I need to roll? Wipe it off, or can I just? No, no, it? that's fine. We can assume that that's done, and then uh, you'll roll done your. Well. Huh. It's done well. It's done well. Yes. <laughs> yeah no sorry poet what'd you roll I rolled a 24 which puts me in green I'm in green i'm in green with that yeah that's green and you send it uh, right through his chest and he falls off of the roof of the building and squelches on the uh, on the ground below so that is the last of the zombies that are plaguing the college. Uh, and then Mike, you would be coming too shortly after that. Several of you have taken a, a decent amount of damage uh, at this point, but uh, a few minutes, a few moments after the battle, you can heal back up to your endurance rank. So if you have taken any damage yet, then look at your endurance and you can heal up to that. And off in the distance, you suddenly become aware of a deep and distant thumping sound off in the distance. And it kind of draws your attention up to the highest point of the city off in the wooded area known as Hubbard Park. And you see two giant whitish-blue figures pacing around what is called Hubbard Tower. Uh, and they appear to be on lookout, perhaps guarding something nearby. Now, these things, Mike, if you're, I know you're familiar with that area. Mm-hmm. Uh, they actually are topping the upper portion of their body from uh, just below the neck, right in the upper chest, upper sternum down. You can see that. So these fuckers are huge. Yeah, that's pretty big. And you see them just kind of slowly pacing back and forth. And with each step, you can hear that rumble of goom, goom, goom. Yeah. Are we going to go over there and do something about that? Yeah, I guess we should. Um, Since we're out of Vikings. (laughs) Well, I know the way there. 
And that's a visual distance for Dana, so she should be able to to actually spot it and and teleport you guys there. Yeah, because that's it's like kind of opposite sides of town, but it's a very small town. So you can and it's two. We're on kind of we're on one high point, and that's another high point in town. So in you the can, wooded area, so that I could I could teleport us to maybe some behind some trees, so we can observe before mm-hmm. we just appear in yep. front of these giants. Yep, yeah, sure exactly. Can. Yeah, that's what I want to do. <laughs> okay. All right, so you teleport the group there, and you arrive at Hubbard Tower, and you see bright mm-hmm. lights swirling around the ancient structure. In addition to the two frost giants that you saw from a distance, at the base of the tower, you see a large, bald, tattooed, axe-wielding warrior. This is none other than Scourge, the Asgardian executioner guarding the tower. Atop the structure are two of Asgard's most devious spellcasters, the beautiful Enchantress and none other than Thor's mischievous brother, Loki. Jesus. Scourge addresses the heroes. Oi, travelers, I think you'd better turn tail and run if you know what's good for you. I really can't allow you to approach any further. I'd leave now if you value your eds. He's got a terrible Cockney accent. <laughs> <laughs> and and if you've seen Thor Ragnarok, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. All right, Kurt, you talked us out of uh, talked us out of trouble last week. Yeah. What do you got? Who's trying to talk us out of the, attacking them? Who is it? Uh, Scourge. Keith Urban. Carl Urban. <laughs> Carl Urban. That's right. Keith Urban's Keith. a uh, country singer. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's in the family. All right. What are we going to do, guys? Uh, Loki and Enchantress is a lot to take on right now. Do we need to take them? What are they all doing here? Yeah, let's ask him that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here. What are you doing here? Loki, what's up? What are you doing here? You address him? Yeah, I say, Loki, what's up? Why are you here on, on in, what is our place called? Mithral or something like that? Midgard. Midgard. What are you doing on Midgard, Loki? I mean, don't you have anything better to do? Really? I mean, seriously, why you always come down here? Oh, well, look who it is. It's the protector of the Nornstones. I've heard about you, Spartan, right? Are you calling me Spartan, dude? I, I don't know who you are, and I don't care. Oh, Jesus. You're, you're always coming here. You, you really don't need to come here at all. You can, like, hang out in Asgard and do your thing, but you're always coming here for no particular reason. Oh, I've got a reason this time. What's the reason? Well, Spartan probably knows. He's the protector of the Nornstones. Okay, Spartan, what's the reason? Uh... <laughs> Doesn't know. What? So what's how about how about a little side dialogue first, uh, just to recap? What are the Norn stones? Oh no, Mike doesn't know what I'm talking. About. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just glad that's not another term for his manhood, <laughs> which I am the protector of. We're giving you a chance to do a little monologuing and like tell us why you want to take over our planet and kill people or whatever you want to do. Whoever you are, you like talking almost as much as I do. Uh, maybe. I tell you what. 
You don't want me coming down to your precious little Midgard. You help me out. See, we've already retrieved two of the Norn stones from these cairns that are around this area. And I believe that the big boy here amongst Wait, your little did group. Did you just say cairns? Cairns. Oh, okay. I had a dog that was like that, a cairn terrier. Okay, keep going, Loki. Come on. We're listening I, to you. We really are. I can sense the connection between this uh, red, white, and blue fellow over here and, and the cairns. So if you lead me to the cairns and I can collect the rest of the Norn stones, then I'll be on my way and I won't trouble you again. Do you have like a fetish with stones? Can I just ask? I mean, you're always looking for stones and gems and you got to collect a bunch of these things all the time. It, what is that? Well, you see, these stones came from Asgard itself. Now, the Enchantress here and I have already retrieved two of the stones from the cairns that are located uh, amongst the, the trees here in this beautiful place here in Midgard called Montpelier. But I need the rest. You see, there are nine stones altogether, and each one of them represents one of the realms of Asgard. And I believe that I think one of these stones landed not too far from, from where you came from originally, Spartan. And it is what gave you your powers and perhaps why you are here to protect these stones. I don't need you to protect them anymore. I need you to give them to me. We currently have three of them, actually, Asgard, Midgard, and Jotunheim. I still need Svartalfheim, Vanheim, Nidavellir, Niflheim, Muspelheim, and Alfheim. If you can lead me to the rest of the cairns, then I'll be on my way. I'll take the stones with me, and you won't see me again. What do you say? Wait, which ones do you need again? I don't want to say them again. <laughs> <laughs> you heard me the, the first the time. The time is 10, 30. <laughs> Barton, he doesn't want to talk to me. It's all you, buddy. Um, Ignoring well, me. I, I don't know what these stones are yet, but it, appear, it is apparently my job to protect them. So um, I'm going to operate on that assumption um, and not give them to you, even though I don't know where they are. So now just for the record, in your little character description that that uh, that you got before we started all this, if you'll recall that you you have those all of those cairns uh, across the area that you have felt some connection to, but you didn't know exactly what it was. Now, in investigating them and looking at them, you did find runes on the inside that seemed to be Nordic in nature. Uh, so at least his description of these cairns rings a bell with you, but exactly what these things were protecting, you, you were unaware, but you felt the energy coming from these cairns, and it is certainly what drew you to, uh, to Vermont in the first place. <laughs> So it, it makes sense, but I don't know exactly what he's talking about. Exactly, right. Um, so, uh, guys, I think we should just kind of kind of go at it here. I, th I think... Um, go at it with two gods and two frost giants? Yeah. I say we take the giants first. Wasn't Enchantress the one who, like, broke Thor's hammer? No, that was um, Hela. Yeah. Are you sure you want to take on Loki and Enchantress and two Frost Giants? Just let's all check in here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, huddle up, everybody. 
is a god. I think she is. But you know, Loki is definitely Thor's brother, Odin's son. He's here with two frost giants, which are like his parents or something like that. You know, it's his family, and they're all here hanging out together. I don't know. Like, I seriously don't know if we can take these guys on and survive. And that's coming from me, you know? That's true. He really does like to talk, doesn't he? <laughs> well, what, what are what are our other options? We just, like... <laughs> Run away? Negotiate? Or... or... Yeah, take off. Well, yeah, tricky Loki is not an easy thing either, I would say. He's the trickster god, isn't he? Yeah, so. he's, pretty, he's pretty slick. Yeah. What if we, uh, they can't hear us, right? Or maybe Loki, Loki oh, can. Oh, Loki certainly can. We, <laughs> he's just sitting up there and just waiting. <laughs> okay. Why don't we just go find the stones for them? As long as they get the Viking zombies out of town. Can we call Thor? You got his number? Anybody have Thor's number? <laughs> no, uh, no. no. I think he got a new phone. <laughs> what if we give him one stone? You know, he likes like stones. We give him a stone. Yeah, but, but you know, but we don't, give him okay. an inch, you take a mile, you know? But we also don't know where these things are. I I might have an idea now. Oh, okay. I think I might know what he's talking about. I feel like it's a bad idea to give Loki what he wants. I also feel like it's a bad idea to throw down with Loki. So if there's I something say we tell him that we were, we'll go and find them. Don't actually go find them. We let's tell him that. Yeah, let's buy ourselves some time. Good idea. Regroup. Yep. Figure out what the heck those are used for. Well, I, I could certainly take you guys to one of the cairns. And and we could discuss there, if if you think we can get out of here, in a, in a reasonable way. Well, why don't you talk to him? He he seems well, to like. What if we try a diversion? Could poet, could you make the tower crumble? I mean, it's kind of a landmark in town. Big <laughs> <laughs> historic building. Yeah, I mean, it's been there for a while. Everything can be yeah, rebuilt. Really it's kind of a nice place to go. And <laughs> the view from top is really nice, especially in the fall. Because I'm, I'm afraid if we if we engage in any way, they're just going to come after us. And I think I, I agree with Kurt that we are definitely in no shape to take on. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, 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 we are kind of beat up from just some zombie Vikings. <laughs> so Our gods. like like you know andy you're you're like a you're like a guy in a in a, in a cloak in a, in a coat this is loki we're talking about here that is true yeah. I, I don't think we need to diminish andy's powers <laughs> i think, I think andy at least call my perfect, coat stylish he's a perfectly good superhero in his own right we're all super in our own way right. you know, we, we don't all have black psi tentacles or whatever no, I, he pulls I, stuff out of a coat. That's his power. You know, right. That's a great power, Andy. And I don't get a headache <laughs> afterwards either. I appreciate I your power. I, I <laughs> Bourbon or the powers? But I feel <laughs> don't you delay. Come at me either. Really. <laughs> You're an angry drunk. <laughs> Especially if after I lose my power, use my powers. Look, we we can't take these guys. There's no way we can take on Loki and Enchantress. <laughs> I think that's established, right? 
All right. I have some time. I want you to tell tell you what, Loki. I I just just do your thing, Charlie. I I don't. I I I didn't know exactly what you were talking about, but but with what you've said, that makes sense. Let let us go and and search out the rest of these stones, and and we'll make some kind of deal. Now you're not trying to trick me, are you? I I, I would know better than that. <laughs> well, all right, then we shall await the arrival of the stones, scourge. Please accompany these folks. Oh, man. <laughs> Did you say that out loud? <laughs> I don't remember Scourge. Who's Scourge? Scourge, who are you? Like, are you? Uh, okay, you saw Ragnarok, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was uh, Hela's second in command. He was the guy with the uh, M16 machine guns at the end. Yeah. slides, right? Huh? Yes, he did. Yes. Gert, we're going to have a talk. <laughs> right. Fire pit, have some bourbon. Let's talk, Scourge. <laughs> let's, let's get on with it, shall we? All right. So uh, Scourge gets off of his perch there at the base of the tower and joins you in the woods for a little hike. All right. What do you want to do? Um, well, that where we are there on the map that that is the beginning of like what is an old road that kind of goes down and out into the forest and away from the tower. Okay. So I say we just kind of start walking down that way. Okay. <clears throat> um, and Scourge just kind of takes up the rear um, and just kind of keeps an eye on you guys. Uh, and you're probably far enough to be able to kind of communicate and whisper to each other uh, without him really being able to hear every word. Um, like, uh, Christy, there's a lot that rhymes with scourge. <laughs> um, I'm just saying you got off cough. Got anything, <laughs> you know, purge, <laughs> uh, merge, purge. Surge. Yeah. Surge. That's a good one. Um, you know, yeah. Incapacitate him in some way. <laughs> incapacitate does not rhyme with scourge. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got to cover if he uh, just catches on. Yeah. So, you know, let's kind of walk slowly but purposefully away from there and, and just try to walk the line between getting enough distance between where we were and, you know, time for people to kind of power up and rest up and uh, come up with some ideas. Okay. Yeah, we got to take him out. I whisper that. (laughs) (laughs) We got to take him out. (laughs) Hey, hey guys. Okay. So if we were to, to attempt some sort of ambush, do we have to roll initiative or do we, how does that kind of thing work? Um, what I would probably do in that situation is that once you decide what it is that you're going to do, uh, I would roll uh, intuition for Scourge to see whether or not he has a chance to see it coming. If he does, then you roll initiative. 
if he doesn't, then your plan should be able to go off with without much of a hitch. Now, you know, depending on whether or not you take him down before he's able to react is going to be the question. So since I have martial arts A, yep. that should give me the ability to stun and slam on the first because they won't see that coming, right? Is that martial um, arts A is an automatic stand if I'm yeah, it's got. It does have something to do with you can stun or slam, stun or slam, right it, right away, right? It ignores body armor, if I remember correctly. Uh, let's see. It's typical judo, karate. Yeah, the practitioner of this can stun or slam an opponent regardless of their comparative strengths or endurances. Okay, so it doesn't ignore body armor. doesn't say it ignores body armor okay all right so as far as his endurance and everything goes yes you should be able to stun him now he is wearing armor uh so you would have to bypass that armor to be able to stun him uh now you can make called shot on an area that is uncovered and i think i can share the screen here so you can see what he looks like up close. Mike, do you have A2? I do. I got it too. All right, so there's Scourge. Yeah. And you can see, of course, his head is <laughs> is not covered and his arms uh, his between the upper uh, bicep and his wrist kind of are open. So those two areas, if you could do a called shot uh, on either of those areas, potentially you might be able to stun him. I'm real shy. I do have an extra. I I, I still have an action from the last. No, you don't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. That, that's, that's been several minutes ago. That's true. That's true. Uh, and I think you were stunned right, like right before that too, <laughs> weren't you? Oh, no, no, you weren't. Okay. You, you yeah, no, that was – that was after I was on I was on the roof when that uh, when I rolled that extraction. Uh, all right. So what if I teleport behind him, get a distraction, and somebody hit him across the back of the head? Um, well, I'm thinking too. I could use my geo force to kind of weaken the earth beneath him, and then like have him kind of sink into the earth at least partially to immobilize him. And then we and whack then we him like a pinata. Be, yeah, exactly. Um, or, or bury him completely, depending on how well I do. Um, okay, it's your show. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with this territory and, and what, you know, the terrain is like and what the the earth is like here, so I think there might be a good shot of that. Um, so I'll roll um, Geoforce for that attack to, to sort of weaken the ground beneath him. Okay. Um, either get him to sink partially in or all the way in. Is anybody else going to add anything to this uh, ambush before, yeah, before we make rolls? Okay, let's talk about that. Okay, okay I'm gonna I'm gonna um, try to hold him fast and distract um, by saying that we're taking out Scourge like a dog for a walk. Wait, I can't read my writing now. <laughs> You all are chanting rhymes like a dirge. He won't notice the pop or the snap or the crack of the bats and the blows. 
as his boots hold him fast like glue to the snow. Ooh. That's my plan. I'll, I'll be in charge of the pop. I'll do the pop on the head with the Billy Club. Okay. And Dana? Um, I'm going to call forth uh, hookah smoke, swirls of smoke around him, and it will disorient and choke him. Okay. <clears throat> And I did, uh, while you guys were doing that, I rolled for his um, intuition, and he failed that. So you have initiative over him. So uh, whatever order you want to go in to make this happen, we can make the rolls. Um, well, I'll set, I'll set off the chain of events, and I will just disappear in front of him. And then that way he can kind of start questioning what the heck's going on. Okay. And then that way, Mike, you can or Dana can come in with smoke and Christy can execute her thing. And then Mike, he, he should be right there for you. And Kurt whap him once he's submerged, if everything goes to plan. Yep. Sounds good. Let's roll. All righty. So Andy, you, you're starting it off by teleporting <laughs> out. Yep. So roll your teleport. 40. Hmm. Oh, so uh, let's see. Amazing. So yeah, forties uh, definitely green. Okay. All right. So you you just port out of there, and he says, "Oi, where'd the short one go?" Oh, he's making a short joke. <laughs> Take him down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is next? Dana. Dana was next. Dana with the smoke. The smoke colorful surrounds his head. And I rolled an 85. And you said smoked. that was under incredible? Uh, yes. I can never remember. I'm sorry. So that's straight yellow. And then you're trying to choke him out it with the smoke? It him okay. and choke him as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. He got a five <laughs> to resist that. So he starts... <laughs> Starts choking. Christy. I rolled 14. You need to learn to call karma more often. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that didn't work. Mike. Um, I'll call karma um, to have him kind of sink at least partially into the earth. Um, I got a 97. So a 107. All right. So we're going to say that he sinks down uh, up to his chest level and the quicksand basically that you have created kind of starts then to constrict and enhance the, uh, the choking effect that, uh, that Dana has caused with her hookah smoke. And then to finish Kurt, him off. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to knock him out. I don't, I just want to knock him out because you know, I like his accent. <laughs> 91. Yikes. <laughs> Billy Club right here. Like, <laughs> working up the head right here where if you get it perfectly. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, that will do it without a doubt. So he is uh, up to his chest buried in the ground and he boom, 
slumps over to the side. Like mini golf. Now for us to have a, uh, you know, let's go get some good wine. Let's go get some good drinks. Let's go get some good food and let's sit down and really talk about this. <laughs> I would recommend that at this point. Okay. Well, it's a nice place for a picnic. There's snow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, but we can go snow biking. I think we need to hide him before we take off. We build a snowman on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> we can totally do that. <laughs> we definitely have to build a snowman on top of his head. Let's do that. Bury him in snowman. Okay. All right. Yeah, you're able to to, uh, to bury him. No, that's uh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you want to take him then, Mikey? Um, well, let's let's. I'll take him to the nearest cairn. Okay. Uh, there's probably one in the park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most likely. And um, be like, well, I I think this is you know, obviously one of the places that Loki was referring to and and i felt the power of these places but i you know until i was starting to put two and two together when he was talking i didn't know what created you know i just thought it was like some kind of earth force or whatever but um let's kind of see you know maybe maybe there's more here right? you know one of the one of those stones so you know let's kind of poke around a little bit uh, you know these these always just kind of feel like sacred spaces but um you know maybe there's <laughs> a reason for that is that there's there's something else here so we just kind of I, I just kind of start looking around and seeing if i can feel anything different than usual or anything like that yeah and i would say that you do since it is in hubbard park uh and he had said that they had already claimed three of the stones, uh, the ones that were probably closest to the Hubbard Tower, which truthfully for you, uh, Hubbard Tower was directly over one of those sources of power for you as well. So uh, one of them was under Hubbard Tower. This is another one of the uh, places that he had already sought out and uncovered in your absence. Uh, so this cairn, for those of you that have not seen it before, is is an ancient kind of man-made structure that has been camouflaged to kind of look more like a, a, a very small cave opening. But in front of this opening of the cave, you can see where like earth has been uh, moved uh, and dug out. Uh, so Mike, you're familiar with this particular cairn and have been inside it, you know, just kind of looking and maybe taking some rubbings of some of the uh, uh, runes that are on the walls of that particular cairn. And it all of that is still intact, but the earth underneath it has now been moved out of there. And it's a, a pit now that is probably about 30 feet deep. And then... Perhaps Dana and Psyghost might be able to translate uh, some of those runes. Try. Uh, if you roll a uh, reason feat. That one or two. 
That's both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a 92. Mm, Okay. I like this die. This is a really good die. This is my high die. (laughs) And essentially, and I don't have any of this written down, so I'm kind of making this up. uh, But essentially what you find there is a description of the ancient Vikings that had journeyed to the new world before it was actually the new world and had hidden this particular stone in this cairn uh, for safeguard. And it basically tells the story of the first Ragnarok uh, when Asgard fell and exploded and sent shards, (laughs) shards, of the nine realms hurtling towards Midgard. They landed, you know, uh, all over the world uh, originally, and it was the duty of this particular group of Vikings to take these stones someplace where they would never be found, uh, never be discovered. Because when all of the stones are brought together, then the possessor of those stones gains power ultimate power over the nine realms. That's not good. (laughs) And this was the location of the Asgardian stone. So do you know where the other ones will be, Mike? Uh, Yeah, I've got a, a, if, if they're all in the places that, that feel like this place around here, then yeah, I've got a good handle on, on where the rest of them might be. Um, And there are some that are farther out, that they obviously probably haven't gotten to yet. So we could, we could travel to those places and, and either gather them up in our possession or, or hide them further or obscure them somehow or something like that. Given that these are as guardian shards, what kind of, I mean, is there going to be a reaction when we get close to these guys? I mean, as guardian Asgard, you know, Asgard is not necessarily human friendly. I don't know. I, I've I've never had a, an adverse reaction to being near them, but maybe but ex- when they they get together, or you know, <laughs> except for the fact you have your powers based off these things. That's true. I wouldn't I wouldn't consider that adverse though. <laughs> For you, unexpected, perhaps. <laughs> but for the guy in the coat, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is they have to get all the stones together. You just protect one of them; they can't get them all together. That's yeah. true. <laughs> That's true. What if we each? How many stones were left again? I can't remember how many were left. Six. Six and, stones. And what left. do they belong to again? <laughs> I thought he did great. The Um, Flairfin stone. (laughs) The Farfanugan stone one. Okay, goddammit, I'll read them again. (laughs) Faster this time. Uh, They have Asgard, Midgard, Jotunheim, Svartalfheim, Vanaheim, Nidavillir, Niflheim, Muspelheim, and Alfheim. Yeah, I think we should just get the Muspelheim stone and hold on to that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need to find all of them and bring them together. That's just bad news. 
So yeah, that's what Loki's going to do. So yeah. if we hold on to one, protect it. We're good. So what Heim do we have in front of us? Well, this was the Asgard stone. Oh, this is um, the Asgard. That's right. That's but, right. Okay. but he has already gotten that one. So this so was the, the, the location of the Asgard stone. Can't we hide it in an altered dimension? Can't you do that? Shard? Put it I, in your that's what I was going to say is maybe I could leave it or put it, lock it up in Wonderland. Yeah, good idea. Well, the... Uh, the farthest one of these cairns that I know of from here is about 10 miles that way um, where the granite quarries are. And um, you know, that would to, to go to one that's farther away would buy us some time to find it and hide it or find it and get out of there before Loki and the crew gets wise. We could try that. Yeah. Save it. Here, here's the question since we're rounding out to the end of this session is okay. If let's say that you hide one of these stones, what do you do after you hide it? Cause Loki and Enchantress are still going to be wanting the rest of them. Number one. And number two, if you don't bring the last one back, you'll probably still have to face them. <clears throat> uh... <laughs> What if we will not open the box? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We still have the box, by the way. Hey. Uh, hey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> it's in my pocket. Uh, open it and throw it at Loki and then run. <laughs> um, what if we get two stones at least? Uh, we give one back, uh, but we take the other one to either a more secure location or maybe make contact with Avengers. <laughs> and, Avengers and let them solve this. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Loki's had dealings with them and he's going to be way more afraid of, of them than he is us. So, you know, if we say, hey, it was, you know, it was taken by the Avengers and he has to deal with his brother and people he knows, then why not? Can we get the Hulk to eat the stone? <laughs> <laughs> like, put it in a steak, say, Hulk, here, look, are you hungry? <laughs> Can we give him a fake one? Can we replicate, take him out with magic and chemicals? You're trying to he's trick a trickster? Yeah, he's pretty tough to trick, I think. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got a. We could uh, try it though. Pretty powerful uh, reality alteration uh, magician amongst your ranks here, and yeah, a, and, and another like magician idea. to boot. So maybe um, their magics are strong enough together. Yeah, because I, I mean, I, honestly, I'm I'm disinclined to give them some or all or all but one. You know, it, it's kind of like the bargaining with terrorists kind of thing, right? You know, so. Um, I, I like the I like the magic plan. Come up with some fake stones. <laughs> also, right. if we if we meet Loki in a, a place with little low ceilings, we can't bring the cross. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and with hang, with stuff hanging down, so he constantly will get caught. <laughs> they just they just have to peek their head in just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> 
down. We meet him there. No actually, problem. actually, what would be perfect would be the hallway to the small door in Dana's, you know, leading to Dana's realm there. Well, and also, I, you know, if Dana and Christy could come up with some some convincing fake stones, I can create a fake cairn to make it, you know, make it look like it's one of the places that it's not. Let's do it. Okay. Well, why don't we call it for tonight? Uh, and then we'll open up a thread on the Facebook page and <clears throat> you guys can kind of further discuss the plan uh, for tricking the trickster uh, next time. How does that sound to everybody? Sounds good. Could okay. you take the box and make it into a stick? make it into a stone oh God. so when they have it <laughs> not a good idea. then it can open up on them Ooh. oh no well, that's a possibility how, how good are you let's see <laughs> of course it requires me to roll something to get it out of my coat to start with, so you know we'll have to roll and see how good we are at our jobs I just think it's strange that we went from trying to find Tyner and the, the Cenobites, and now we're fighting Viking zombies, and it just seems really weird. I know I know you've got something up your sleeve. It is strange, isn't it? <laughs> hmm. Indeed. Weird combination, I think. All right, so you want to call it for tonight? Call it. All right. Well, that was fun. That was a good little battle. Yeah. An avoidance of battle. Yeah, an avoidance of battle, <laughs> at least for the time being. For now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that was fun, guys. Yep. Right. Thanks, everybody. Yep. We'll see everybody in a couple weeks. Be safe. Bye. See ya. Bye. See you guys. Bye. 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 Thank you.